0: and you're
1: invited town it's
0: time to watch the show good morning and welcome to saturday morning obscurities i'm your co-host and brother jams i'm your co-host
2: and sister melissa
0: here on this show we go back and talk about weird old cartoons that you feel like only you remember uh and we're not alone today we have a special guest with us uh, from the Loser Like Me podcast, Not If I Reboot You First, and Adventures in the Millennium, we have Tanner. Hello,
3: I'm Tanner. <laughs> Hi, Tanner. Thanks for being here. Thank
0: you for having me. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I was delighted when you reached out to me. So, mm-hmm. Let's see, before we get into it, we usually uh, have a first segment where we do What's New Scooby-Doo? Uh, where we talk about any new cartoons or media we've been ingesting. Uh, Mel, do you have anything new you've been watching?
2: Yeah, uh, we'll get to it later. But there's an episode of the show we're covering today where lint heavily <laughs> features into it. Okay. <laughs> and this, of what, course. What are you? Is... What's
0: next? What, where does the segue? <laughs>
2: this, of course, inspired me to go back to that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog where Eustace and Muriel are shrunk down very small and put into a vacuum cleaner, and there's a little lady in there who's like, this is my side of the lint. That's your side of the lint. You remember that, and we won't have no trouble. Wow. wow. So uh, I watched that today. It. <laughs> I hadn't That's seen great. Courage in years, and it's exactly as weird as I remember it being.
0: Yep. Uh wow, I can't those words, that uh that that line of dialogue (laughs) is in my head forever and you just brought it from the from sub sub (laughs) subterranean to the surface.
2: (laughs) And what's wild is that I remembered that but I completely forgot about later in the episode where they have the it's Doc Gerbils World song. (laughs)
0: Doesn't mean anything to me.
2: The courage to go through a ride. He has to go down a boat on a river to get t- to save Eustace and Muriel because they were kidnapped by an inventor named Doc Gerbil. And it's like a it's a small world experience where it's showing off all of his experiments and going, it's Doc Gerbil's world. It's Doc okay. Gerbil's world. That sounds world. more familiar now. Which is also a, a haunting echo of something I'm, I'm sure we annoyed our mom with. Very often at that time.
0: <laughs> probably, you're probably right. I don't remember this, but you're probably right.
2: What are you watching?
0: Uh I have been watching. I assume you mean me,
2: or either of you. You jump in. I don't decide who's first.
0: I don't decide who's you.
3: <laughs> I, I'm the guest. I don't know what's happening.
0: <laughs> you can Would you, go ahead. Tanner?
3: Yeah, Tanner. Do you have anything you've been watching? Um, I I haven't been watching any cartoons. I've been, I started rewatching Sports Night, which is an Aaron Sorkin, it's an Aaron Sorkin sitcom. So literally the opposite of a cartoon. Yeah.
0: Great. I've, I've never heard of
3: this. What is this? It's the, have you heard of of the newsroom?
2: Maybe, maybe not. It's it's the West Wing guy.
3: Yeah. It's Aaron Sorkin created the West Wing and he also created. so, so Sports Night is about the production staff of a sports news show. Uh, It aired on ABC, and the show, inside the show, aired on ABC, quote, (laughs) quote. (laughs) Ah, okay. And it was all about the -the behind-the-scenes issues that goes into making television, and how the network will screw people over. But it's also about deep philosophical subjects. Mm -hmm. But it's also about how Kesa and Dana are allegedly in love, even though if you really watch Sports Night, you know that Casey is in love with his co-host Dan. But it was (laughs) 1999, so they couldn't get away
0: with that. Amazing. That sounds like something I need to watch. Is that yeah. streaming somewhere?
3: Uh, no, but you can pirate it really easily. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm happy you've talked about this. Sports Night, like, is a title I have heard for years, but like, it aired when I was too young, and I've never seen a second of it because I don't think I've ever encountered it rerunning anywhere.
3: Yeah, there's. I mean, I think you can also you can find episodes of it on YouTube or at the very okay. least clips of it. Yeah, um, it's uh, apparently every year or so. I just need to like. Watch something from Aaron Sorkin because th- sometimes his shows are very uh, iffy, but he mm-hmm. writes such snappy dialogue; it's easy to get hooked. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, and then awesome. on the opposite end of that, uh, speaking of stealing things, I started watching uh, Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger, which is the super cent- the cops and robbers super sentai. Oh, Ooh. I'm not very far into it. I'm only like six episodes in, but it's fun.
0: Interesting. Seemed, like stills from that in the Discord. But i I haven't watched any of the uh, raw Sentai stuff over in Japan. Only the ported stuff over here.
3: Yeah, exactly. I I rarely do. I tried starting Nin Ninja when it was airing, and then I just got busy. But now it's like, well, nothing else to do. Let's watch Sentai.
0: Fair, <laughs> <laughs> good, a good decision. All mm-hmm. around. Um, I haven't. I've been ingesting some anime and like some new cartoons. But the biggest thing that's taken over my life recently is I started playing Pokemon Go for the first time ever in my life. Wow. Really? Yeah. I uh, when it came out and when it was popular, I had a very dumb phone with mm. with no like space on it at all. It oh yeah, couldn't run hardly anything. Just enough room to put podcasts on there.
2: Mm. The more important use of the space.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like when it came out. I would like go out and. Uh, like walk around with people but I never actually did it and I bought mm-hmm. a new phone this year last yeah. year uh, and I'm finally able to dive in on what everyone else has been doing for the past five years What's nice.
2: your favorite Pokemon nickname you've come up with so far? Because that was oh. the highlight of it for me
0: Um, I've come up with a few but my most recent favorite is I evolved an Eevee into an Umbreon and that one is Umbup the Jams <laughs> and that's 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 my latest ride or die that's good Uh, oh i also recently i caught a a Venusaur, which was very fun uh and uh that's vini (laughs) (laughs) But yeah you're right this is mostly a name a nickname video game
3: (laughs) excellent i haven't played pokemon go for a long time but i definitely have a horsey named macklemore
0: Oh. oh, that's fantastic.
2: <laughs> My favorite name was I had a ghastly that I named Jovial Bob because that that was R.L. Stein's pen name when he used to write joke books for kids before he started wow. writing spooky books for kids.
0: Oh, wow. That's amazing. I didn't know. that. I didn't know that he mm. wrote jokes. Did, were they good jokes?
2: I, I don't know. I mean, know. R.
0: Stein, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's what to be. It's what you expect after reading a Goosebumps book. I guess. It's oh, the same sense of humor that like Slappy, the, uh, <laughs> the, the ventriloquist dummy. It's, it's him, I guess. I don't I imagine he, he writes very different jokes than what Slappy
0: tells. I forgot his name <laughs> was Slappy. That's not a great... I don't know if that's a great puppet name. <laughs> <laughs> On the rating of, of nicknames, that's right. lower tier for me.
2: Yeah. Uh, who knows what he would be
3: today?
0: That's true. I
3: mean, Slappy Uh, was the second dummy.
0: What was the first one? This is right. I don't know
3: who the first one was because the first one dies in the first Night of the Living Dummy. Yes. And then the the plot twist in the last paragraph is like, and now Slappy is also alive. Dun, dun, dun.
0: I gotta look this up right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a Slappy.
2: I listened to a Goosebumps podcast called Welcome to Deadcast that has covered all of these, but it's been running for so long. Like they told me this story, but they told me this story like five years ago, and I don't remember anymore.
0: Yeah, uh, I can't find any name that isn't slappy. So, Mr. Oh, my Wood, God.
2: Mr. M- Mr. Wood,
0: Mr. <laughs> Wood. Wow, that's okay. That's I can't decide if that's a higher tier or a much lower tier than slappy.
1: <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> unrateable.
2: It's equal yeah, it, it but opposite energies. Fails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god, we'll we'll definitely we absolutely are going to do goosebumps at some point.
2: Yes,
3: you, you got to talk about my hairiest adventure if you do.
0: Hair my hairiest adventure. My oh, hairiest the, adventure.
2: The dog one.
3: Yeah, that's the one yes. that turned out to be
0: dogs or something. Yes. <laughs> the one where they turned out to be dogs or something is my favorite Goosebumps subplot.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, let's get into the thick of it for today's show. Oof! Uh, all right. <laughs> Tanner, you came to us uh, requesting to be on the show and you brought a very fun and special uh, cartoon from your country that none of us have ex- encountered before mm-hmm. I did, I,
3: I'm gonna say I almost I almost didn't bring what I did bring I was gonna bring something else that was technically Brazilian um, but when okay. you were like, hey, is this is a podcast about obscure cartoons, and I was sitting here like well, the cartoon I had in mind didn't have a Wikipedia page until 2015 but Ooh. then I realized, hmm, so maybe I'll come back with that. But no, today I have brought hose hounds with two Zs.
0: Yes. <laughs> That's how you know
3: it's for cool boys. Yeah. The, oh, I don't think this has a gender. <laughs> <or> is cool.
0: <laughs> I right.
2: agree. The gender is cool.
0: Yeah, you're right. Like, letters are genderless, but <laughs> I, I definitely, when I worked at Toys R Us, was like, oh, this side of the store has these. This side of the store <laughs> has L's. Like.
2: Yeah, you've got a point. Her name was La La Loopsie, not
3: Zaza Zoopsy.
0: <laughs> Man, I miss my Zaza Zoopsy doll.
3: <laughs> Zaza Zoopsy dress up dolls for
0: men.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god, I want <laughs> I want those.
3: <laughs> uh, no, this was this was not this is not a cartoon for boys. This is a cartoon for the child who is scrolling through the television uh, on the one day off a month. It's, it's during the stat holiday in Canada, so your one of your parents had to stay home to mind you, and it's 2 o'clock and you're just channel surfing, because there's nothing good on YTV, there's nothing good on Teletoon, but what? There's hosehounds on Family Channel, look at all these dogs, look at all these horns, look at these cats <laughs> that may or may not be from space? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on on this show.
3: Most of this I did not remember. The only that and when I brought it to my other friends who who were like in the right age range to for me to say, "Hey, do you remember Hosehounds? Hounds?" and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's the one with the cats that were from space." That was all they remembered. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's characters that show up in these episodes were like important to s- some kind of plot. I don't know them. I don't even know their names. But there's cats yeah. from space.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they're called like Metacats. And, yeah, the like, Metacats <laughs> in the second
3: episode which uh, I I found that out last night when I was watching these.
0: <laughs> so is is this something that's like pivotal to your history or just something that you felt like only you remembered?
3: This was definitely one of the few cartoons that was I I wanted to bring something that was either Canadian or did managed to bypass the US when it got localized and wanted to bring something that was, you know, just a little feral. Yes. <laughs> this I is mean. this is absolutely not pivotal my history whatsoever, but it is one of those things like here you've never heard of this before you never would have experienced it unless you're like in michigan picking up the the cable (laughs) (laughs) here you go handle this (laughs) it is a thing to handle
2: so i i had never heard this name before i didn't look it up i knew absolutely nothing going into this when i clicked on the link for the first episode and it was the most disorienting experience I've ever had.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's a good word for it. It <laughs> it felt a lot like a flash cartoon.
3: Oh yes! absolutely.
0: And not like not just because of like the like the older graphics and stuff like that. Like it was just like fast and just a lot happened and it felt like they had to get their ideas out and communicated very quickly and then be mm. done.
3: Yeah. This this show doesn't have a plot. It has a premise, technically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> A premise it's, that I
0: never I never saw them... These are firefighter dogs, and I've never saw them, saw them fight any fires. Yeah, yeah there's no
3: fire. So it's it's six firefighter Dalmatians uh, in a town full of funny animals, which are mostly just cats and dogs. And the, the, allegedly they fight fires. And I'm sure I've seen episodes where they do so, but quite often it's like the cold open of the episode is they fight a fire or they like respond to a call. And then events just happen. Yeah, they don't necessarily need to be connected
0: to each other. <laughs> yeah, the 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 last episode definitely proves that. Uh, <laughs> um, let's get into some some facts. Let me run down the uh, the facts of the show.
2: Time to learn.
0: Time to
3: learn. the, uh, <gasps> the as 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 many facts as we can muster.
0: Exactly. Yeah, right. there's not a lot here.
2: I I do want to let you guys know. I did try googling this, like after I watched the first episode, like. I'd like to know what anybody's name is. Uh, can <laughs> yeah. I get like a character roster somewhere? I found like literally just a list of the names on a Wikipedia page that was two and a half paragraphs long. And th- that was it. The in, end. in
3: the in the good intro, because there's, there's two theme songs for yeah. the cartoon. And both of them were on the episodes that I sent you guys. Uh, One of them Mm. is just a series of, like, horns and stuff, and it's terrible. The other Mm. one actually has, not, well, like, yeah, they're singing in it. Uh, But it does list the names, because there's Hoser, who's the, he's the, I'm the, he's the, he's the captain. And Squirt (laughs) is the coolest guy around. Yes. Um, Steamer is the big gentle giant who may or may not be Scottish. He plays bagpipes. Uh, Fontaine is just Monica from Friends. Crystal is a hippie.
1: Yes,
3: and yeah. and Brooke is my favorite because she's the one who has like the glasses and like the sweater up to covering half her face and mismatched boots and she kind of talks like this
0: yeah mm-hmm. I, I loved uh, them the most I couldn't tell what their name was or who they were but I loved mm-hmm.
3: them yeah
2: I I did find myself enjoying the cast for the most part For the impression I got was uh, so we've got oh, hold on so uh hoser and fontaine are uh the basic introductory dogs you just basic they're, they're man normal. basic woman the, yes they are dogs yeah and then you have um a short feisty one you know the okay the eddie of the show like, exactly eddie. yes i do, that's a good I do way to relate put it. these to all other characters so we've got eddie from ed, ed and eddie the steamer is like Mikey from Recess. Yep. Uh, Crystal is Janice from The Muppets. Pretty much. And uh, Brooke is entirely unique. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Brooke is a brand new character, never before <laughs> been on this earth. A new character archetype.
2: And I did really appreciate like, oh, there's like three girls in this. Sometimes I would have been lucky in the year
3: 1999 to
2: get one girl.
3: Yeah. I, okay. I did spend a long time thinking Brooke was a guy.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I, I was
2: not sure until I looked up the name like, I can guess you intended this to be a girl here in the year 1999.
0: Yeah, I, I thought they were just an androgynous mess. And I was going to that was like, great. Cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they still are.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Brooke if, would be whatever if they made Brooke hose
0: today,
3: Brooke would definitely be non-binary. <laughs> <laughs>
0: definitely. Yeah. Let, let me uh, run down the, the facts that we usually go through. Uh, show is called Hose Hound, spelled with disease, where you think they'd be. Uh, <clears throat> created by Gerald Tripp, Gerald Tripp, sorry. Uh, it had seventy-eight episodes. Uh, it ran from nineteen ninety-nine to two thousand and six. Uh, country of origin was Canada. Uh, production company was Amberwood Entertainment. Original channel was the Family Channel. Uh, and we have a spot for popular voice actors, and I could only find one voice actor, <laughs> and that's uh, Rick Jones. Uh, who did a lot of other like Saturday morning cartoons. Most notably for this. The show is called Clyde, but it's spelled out C-L-Y-D-E with periods. And he played ah. Clyde. Uh, hmm. He, let's see. He was in Samurai Pizza Cats as Bad Bird. He's someone in, in Dennis the Menace, but it doesn't give me the name. Uh, <laughs> most no- <laughs> most notably is someone from Dennis the Menace. Uh, but yeah, he's he does a lot of like little voice parts. And uh, you can definitely tell that from his voice that he is, you know, fit for fit for cartoons.
3: There are only seven blue links on the Wikipedia cast list, and most of them are for additional voices. Wow. Yeah. And one of them is for Mole Person, which is <laughs> not an episode we saw. <laughs> no. Like, one this minute. is what I mean. Some Sometimes events just happen. <laughs> there was one episode I was trying to find and I couldn't, but the premise is that Squirt is in a competition with another guy. And whoever brings the best date to, like, this gala gets the other's little black book of, like, phone numbers. What? And at the end, Squirt wins, but then when the date finds out, she's so mad that she takes her wig off because she was Medusa the whole time and turns everyone to stone, and that's
0: the episode. (laughs) Oh boy.
2: (laughs) Wow! Wow, they just let them do anything! Yeah!
0: (laughs) And usually this is the part of the show where before we start talking about the episodes... We'll do a little watch along with the intro, and I'll kind of put the music in the podcast like as an underbed. But if you want to come watch with us, we're watching uh, Hosehounds Intro Three. Uh, it's about a minute and two seconds, and we'll be playing it and watching along. In three, two, one, play.
2: Uh, I appreciate that the logo is just plain bubble letters, Comic Sans. It is not an original logo or font design whatsoever.
0: Yeah, there's not like a special logo at all. This is the most firefighting I see them do the whole three
2: episodes. (laughs) Yeah, this is getting parents to think it's something like Paw Patrol, and instead it's just a a selection of some madness.
0: <laughs>
3: I, I oh, do no, not know oh. who this monkey and bulldog are. No, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's the cats
0: At some point, but I didn't know they were part of the cast.
2: Imagine all the other animals we could have gotten to beyond these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to talk over this because it's so entrancingly yeah. chaotic. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a
0: there's like a lot happening. Where,
2: you don't know where to start with any option.
0: Yeah. No, even when I was like watching it and taking notes, I was frequently pausing it and taking like three notes and then playing it again.
2: That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I I took a more minimalist approach. I just wrote down uh approximate feelings.
0: <laughs> angry Sad. What was the mental
2: state happening here
3: <laughs> Just truly Sorry.
2: disoriented like i had no idea even how many main characters i was supposed to expect when i turned the episode on so like are we done yet are more people showing up there's like a professor doing an experiment in this one and we don't see yeah. him again so i don't know who that
3: was i i feel like he's supposed to show up in other episodes because like his robot has a catchphrase, but that yes! has just been constrained to the single episode. Also, I have, I have no idea what order these episodes are supposed to be in. The the yeah. the, uh, the YouTube channel I found has them uploaded in a certain order, and mm. then IMDb has an order that almost matches up, but not quite. And I don't even know where they got the airing dates from because I don't think anyone was noting that down. Mm. And half of these, I'm pretty sure they're only are up there because like someone happened to have a DVD, because. They really liked Hosehounds. hounds. <laughs> Not nice yeah. a, a, a a VHS recording. Mm. These are these are
0: all uh, very consistent with how most Saturday morning cartoons are organized. Yeah, uh, we're do we did an episode probably releasing before this uh, for Jackie Chan Adventures, and the Wikipedia has a different episode order than the actual like listing on the streaming site. So uh. we almost watched the wrong episode until I like was like, hold on, is that the right episode? <laughs> Uh, I mean,
3: I know with Jackie Chan it's kind of weird because like the season number is different from the production number and they're like, h- half the episodes from season one were aired in season two or vice versa. Like stuff got mixed up because like if it's not a plot episode, it just it doesn't matter. They just stuck it wherever.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Wow. it's a one shot. Irresponsible. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, irresponsible. We uh so yeah, this is the first segment of the episode. These episodes come in segments. Uh so yeah, it starts with it's called Scrack to the Future, and it starts with them going to stop a fire, and then they don't. <laughs> the fire <laughs> is non-existent. They just interrupt an old man and his flying Skeets robot. Uh
3: yeah, he, he has a floating robot named Murray. And it's Murray. like, I called I called the fire department because the professor is stuck on the anti-gravity machine,
0: and I would have turned it off if I had arms. <laughs> I didn't pick up that he was saying that early in the episode. He said it like three times at the end. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's why I thought it was a joke, but I guess you're right. It might be a catchphrase.
3: We only have 12 <laughs> minutes to make sure you know that this is a catchphrase. This is a
2: floating <laughs> robot head who desperately wishes for limbs.
3: Pretty much.
0: <laughs> Please. Uh, but yeah, so they're like, they tur- they unplug the anti-gravity machine. Uh and then very quickly try to leave and then end up walking to a door going to the past.
3: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just immediately. it's. You're, I, I don't think we're uh, expressing how rapid it is. So, so they get in, and it's like, the professor is stuck on the anti-gravity machine. And then Steamer goes, I have an anti-Griselda. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone, like, I think it was Crystal, she walks in late, and then she trips over the plug, and it unplugs. And it's like, okay, gravity machine's fixed, bye! And they immediately <laughs> leave through the time door.
0: Yeah. And they don't even more. They do, yeah, yeah. They don't spend that much time in the past either. It's again, this show is very quick. Like yes. suddenly, suddenly they're like, "Oh, we shouldn't like touch anything. We could like alter history." And someone like puts a note on a tree and someone uh <laughs> eats berries uh and then they end up back in the future <laughs> and it's ruled by monkeys. You d- you've already ruined it. Yeah.
2: Yep. This reminded me a lot of that Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode where Homer tries to fix the toaster and instead he makes a time machine and he yeah. keeps going to the past and like stepping on a bug and he goes to the future and like it's ruled by Ned Flanders and needs to go back and fix it.
3: Yeah. It's like they're they're in the past. They don't know it's the past. First they think it's just an overgrown parking lot and then a dinosaur shows yeah. up. Yeah. They think they're just in
2: a jungle somewhere. <laughs>
0: I mean that's very, That's a lot more likely to have a jungle door in a little app than a time door.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: um, yeah. <laughs> then yeah, I think it's I think it's Hoser who's like,
3: if we change something in the past, then the future could be completely different. So make sure we don't like eat food that whenever ancestors needed to survive, and then it pans mm-hmm. over to Steamer who's eaten a bunch of cherries.
0: Oh. Yeah. And then and then Skeets comes is like, I saw your note, uh, Crystal. I, I at this time I didn't know her name and I wrote down Priscilla because that's what I thought she said. Uh, <laughs> Hi, she I'm and Priscilla. Signed Priscilla.
2: I, I did just write down Janice. <laughs> Janice. <laughs>
0: uh, and that floats in, down into tar, uh, and then the Skeets robot appears and it's like, we saw your message. It got uh, it got uh, I don't know what the right word is. It's not fossilized, but archaeologists
3: it this- found it in the tar pit. And yeah, exactly. they wanted to let you know that you did turn off the oven, but you left the basement light on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh and then he's like I'm here to rescue you. They they rescue him. They come back and there's monkeys. And this episode, so this episode's called Scratch to the Future. And as far as I know, the only tie to it being called Scrack to the Future is when they're running out of this like monkey-ruled world, they come upon a mayor like reelection and the mayor is called Scrack and that's it. Yep. <laughs> and I don't yeah, understand I, why that yeah, was Yeah, I enough. couldn't
2: tell if that was a pre-existing character I was supposed to be familiar yeah. with. Uh, maybe, maybe it's the monkey from the, the intro? I
0: guess <laughs> so. We, There's may, a
2: monkey foe out there we didn't become familiar with. Maybe th-
3: maybe that's the Monkey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> U-D-Monkey. Yep. Mm. But yeah, and the, you know, on comes this like very, very good idea for a plot where they just kind of go back and forth Trying to fix things, but end up making it worse every time, and creating mm. duplicates. And every yeah. time they come back to the future, something's different. Uh. Yeah,
3: it's like the the first time Steamer tackles himself, and then they go back to the future, and it's a mouse world. And so then, <laughs> and so then next time, Fontaine is like, "Watch and learn," and she just like picks up Steamer, and before he can tackle Steamer, but in the process, knocks a tree branch off, and then Brooke in the background. Watch and learn, more like crash and burn, and then they <laughs> they go back to the future, and it's dog Klingons. Yeah, yeah, I
0: love dog Klingons. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, and then and then they go back again, and they try some kind of trapeze act, and and, and it becomes fish future. Fish future, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> and so so then they go back another time, and now they have a crane, and I don't know where they got the crane from. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's just suddenly, they, they pan back and like, well, look at what we've done. And it's just a lot of things happening at once
3: in mm-hmm. repetition.
0: and Like, I don't know where we went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, then,
3: <laughs> and, and then after this one, they come back and it's all showgirls? Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> Which I don't know what's wrong with that world. Yeah, yeah that neither does fine. Squirt. He's like, I think this is a good one. I think we should stay.
3: Oh. <laughs> Classic Squirt. Yeah, pro- I imagine so. Yeah, he is. He's a horny little shit. Yeah, he- <laughs> absolutely. That's how the show um, should begin. Um, also, one <laughs> one of the curls girls is like, we work here at the Pamela Hounderson Science Institute to research makeup technologies.
0: I thought for a second that they just dropped Pamela Anderson's name, and I just like—I <laughs> you know, didn't realize the, it was a pun.
3: The, based one on one what happens in the last segment, I brought on the table, it could have just been normal Pamela Anderson. Yeah, yeah. this is Pamela
0: Anderson's world—get out! Yeah, <laughs> she's you just his ears. You don't fit into her time frame.
2: She's <laughs> dog ears, and that's the only change. Yeah. <laughs> this episode uh, features the most of the meta cats. And the way I understood the show is that it works oh, like pro... You just, pro- hmm?
0: just kind of jumped to the next episode. We didn't even get the resolution.
2: Oh, okay. I, swear, I thought the MediCats were in here somewhere. Maybe I've got...
0: No, the that's the next. They're
3: the second segment. Okay, all right. Yeah, my,
2: my notes were not properly segmented. Continue the time travel
0: adventure.
3: Um, there, there is There is one version of the future where it's like populated by the Medicats and they angrily meow at them.
0: Oh, that's what it is, yeah.
3: Yes uh and then they they go back to the past and like a bunch of hosers just start manifesting from time
0: yeah (laughs) as you do (laughs) when you when you mess with time enough essentially just more of you keep appearing to stop yourself yeah
3: Mm. um at at some point crystal says ew creepy body snatchers icky but i have no (laughs) idea what the context of that one was i don't know there's a lot Um, of just like throwaway jokes and then Brooke is like, I have an idea! Because Brooke's the only valid character. And Absolutely. so, she goes back further into the past before to get to the past before they got to the past the first time, and just, like, body checks them back through the door.
0: Yeah. And it- at some point in this like Skeet's complaining about not having arms
3: and I can't yeah. remember what it was. It becomes very common in the end because like I don't I don't think the audience understands that he
0: has none arms. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that boy no arms on him.
3: We gotta make sure the
2: kids know uh, so that they buy their action figures where you press the button and it says if I only had arms <laughs> if I only and then had next arms. year we release the expansion pack where they can't put arms on him.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's, those, it's those Marvel legends where it's like it's one it's one figure with one component to another thing yeah. you, could, you could buy the entire hose hounds and each come with a single digit that <laughs> you could create
3: each comes with a piece of lint yeah
0: a piece of lint <laughs> and a single finger for skeets
3: mm-hmm. uh. you, and, and you know I never saw a hose hounds toy before but now they're owned by entertainment one which is a subsidiary of Hasbro so you know what huh
0: I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do a quick search uh <laughs> But yeah, the the next episode is a, is a oh switcheroo. yeah the, the
3: the last episode ends with a, the professor has a T Rex that he can ride like a cowboy now. Yeah, that's what it was.
2: <laughs> best ending, best universe.
0: Best universe, best possible universe. Uh yeah, and then the next episode arrives with them uh, appearing to be firefighters for yes. this one time. As <laughs> <This> they is,
3: <laughs> probably has the most firefighting. Yes, kind of. Uh, yeah, a, the episode is called Hoser Cat.
0: That's what it is uh and they they arrive to this barn to uh a man covered in bees and he's like help i called the fire department that's the only thing i could think (laughs) to do uh but the medicats are there too because they're like
3: the paramedics but so so the deal with the medicats is they've they're cats and they have green and purple jumpsuits and like these sunglasses and whenever they talk there's like static between their
0: ears (laughs) Yeah, it's a very weird idea for a character, let they... alone a series <laughs> of one character.
3: Yeah. You know who the <laughs> they're the medic... <a> <laughs> <mind? laughs>
0: Yeah, you... yeah, they are. You
2: know who they reminded me of with their little spacesuits and their matching outfits and their sunglasses? They reminded me of Devo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are Devo. <laughs>
2: So we basically have these Devo cats, and they're in this rivalry with the Hosehounds that reminded me of the firefighting teams in Pro Mare. Like, oh, yes. this is just Canadian <laughs> pet Pro Mare, as far as I can Devo. figure out. Pro versus
0: Devo is very good fan fiction. <laughs> just waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, I love like the so the Metacats, like fix the bees problem quicker and like smarter than uh, the Hosehounds mm-hmm. would have. Uh, and then there's, I guess the mayor or like some big entrepreneur that like shows up.
2: I have to say, when they get the bees off of that man, he stands there still for several frames, and then he says, "Thank you."
1: There's <laughs> also, a gap.
2: There's a like, noticeable gap before he reacts after having bees removed from his entire body.
0: Like like well, an FMV character. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> also also the method of bee removal is. We get a PO, PO, POV shot. You are a Medicat. There's a man covered in bees, and you see some soda on the ground. So you all pick up the soda and throw it against the wall so it explodes and creates a soda stain, and all the bees just fly to the soda. Yep. Soda better
2: than man.
0: <laughs> That's why, uh, when beekeepers go and, like, have to remove hives from, uh, you know underneath like cars and places where they shouldn't be they just make another hive and just fill it with soda exactly <laughs> they just put it closer in a better better habitat for the bees <laughs> beekeeping hot hot tips
2: yeah <laughs> yeah just attract him with a 2 liter of pib yes.
0: <laughs> only pib bees are very picky queen <laughs> pib it has to have a bee in the name <laughs> <laughs>
2: You can't. It doesn't work with Pepsi or Coke.
0: No, so. they're very. It's only Pepsi or both. <laughs> they're okay, very well, picky. What if,
3: what if it's the store brand, which comes in Cola Red Label and Cola Blue Label?
0: <laughs> it have to be Blue Label. That's the only way. There you go. <laughs> May, maybe a Yellow Label, but that's only released in Japan. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, like this, I can't tell if it's like the mayor or some kind of big like town entrepreneur. Yeah. Like shows up and he's like, you should, like Hosehounds, you should watch out. These guys are going to put you out of business, which is like a weird thing to tell your firefighting
3: department. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> like in pro mayor. Yeah. <laughs> also, also the, um, so Hoser opens the can of soda, but it spills on him. So then the bees attack him. And, and then he stumbles into one of the Metacats? Yes. And the rest of the hounds are like, oh no, Hoser! Well, and so they like wrap him in bandages, and they run out. Or do they?
0: Or do they? Before, when they get back, they uncover the bandages, uh, and it's a Metacat, and he stumbles around because he doesn't have his glasses. Uh, his glasses are nowhere to be found, and he's like, I don't know how to be a person.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just... I, I, I felt very bad for this Metacat, yeah. like, sadly. It's yeah. very sadly meowing. <laughs>
0: It's, a, it's its own worker bee without a queen. Exactly. Yeah. Got nowhere to go. They're,
3: they're
2: tragic. These things also reminded me of the delightful children from down the lane. We're like, <laughs> Ooh, there's yeah. the illusion of autonomy, but you truly don't have any.
0: <laughs> While we're talking about things that remind us of things, Hose Hounds reminds me a lot of the movie Nine. Do you remember what? that? How? Explain Where? Do you... Know <laughs> So, (laughs) I don't know how my mind made this connection, which is why I didn't bring it up. Okay. uh, There's a big guy. There's like, you know, someone like covered up. That's it. (laughs)
1: That's
0: (laughs) it. And then there's like a leader types who is like skinny, uh,
2: covered in layers, short, (laughs) tall girl, taller girl, man.
0: Guys, I just really love the movie Nine. And that okay, so, so... Any conclusion to it that I can't. So in
3: the movie Nine, who was Squirt?
0: <laughs> the big bird.
3: <laughs> it's a very it just, horny
0: bird. It's just horny for robots. It's horny. <laughs> it was horny for life. Wanted to steal the essence of life.
3: We have to do an
2: episode about Nine, because I think I started watching it with you once, and then I fell asleep after ten minutes. And I remember Fair. Nothing. No concept of this. I remember it's, the poster.
0: It's very short. Uh, it has a Coheed and Cambria song, and Elijah Wood as the main voice. There you I'm go. T- <laughs> and it's about life.
3: When when I first saw Nine, there were definitely a few times where I went, "No."
0: Yeah. No, it's it's very. I like it a lot, guys. <laughs> we'll do Nine soon.
2: Let's do Nine.
0: Yeah. We'll
2: we'll do it for uh, September, the ninth month.
0: There you go. There we go. So, yes. so
3: now that we we've cleansed ourselves by talking about uh, competently made stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they excuse me. They cut back to the barn, and Hoser's there, and he picks puts on the glasses, and is immediately tri- like put into the Medicat outfit.
0: Yeah, he he's like he does. I don't know if he like walks there and they put him in there, or if it's like. He's he's just suddenly in it like a like a magical girl. Oh yeah, he is. Is
3: he he puts them on and there's like a buzzing and it's just this and now he's in the uniform.
0: <laughs> what a lame magical girl. <laughs> coat sequence. And the other cats show up and
3: they're like get get back in here and so he goes into the the ambulance you're, which is bigger on the inside. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, you were clearly the person we just left. Join us. Yep. Uh and yeah, and then they just start living like separate lives, where uh, Hoser is a cat friend now, uh, <laughs> and uh, the Metacat is just stumbling around life, uh, lost in all its purpose.
3: Yeah, the the, um, the Metacats show up at the scene of a bike accident, and there's a like a stereotypical <laughs> biker there, and so yeah. first they shoot a laser at his bike that makes it disappear. Yeah. And then they, then they load him up and they,
0: they, I love his little line here. He's like, I can't abandon my hog, (laughs) (laughs) which is just a great out of context line from a cartoon. And
3: then, and then they, they shoot a laser at him and like the scratch he got from the accident disappears, but then they take him to like the home base, which is like this, this giant, I don't know how to describe this building. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yes. It it's a sci-fi structure. This it's massive sci fi structure just in a park somewhere.
0: It kind of looks like a parachute. Yes. Yeah, it's it's like a big it's like a big pizza table. It
2: is like yes. a pizza table. There it is. It's yeah. a pizza table of the future, but if like the entire <laughs> town was the pizza. It's
3: that yeah. big. Exactly. <laughs> uh they they do science on this biker. Yes. And then they dump him back at the scene of the accident, and now he's dressed as a businessman?
0: Yeah, they made him a square. He, he hates it. He's the man he's so right, rightfully accused and hated. What have they done to
1: me? Don't look at me! I'm a monster!
0: <laughs> I'm a monster. I'm never home on time to see my wife and kids! <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, I think uh, the Metacats... Get a new car? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So <laughs> So the setup for this
3: so so after d- putting the biker back, they go back to home base and like they switch out with the next team and Hoser like goes into, I guess, the charging day
0: where they yes. d- are
3: just shown static images of I'm, I think it was just places around town, around Bonehead Hall. Yeah.
0: I was confused at <laughs> first, but yeah, I think it's it's just like a security cam. Mm-hmm.
3: And then, like, ended. There's a click every time, and so then Hoser starts tapping his fingers to the click, and the cat's are like, "Oh,
0: oh, this we is, like jazz now." Yeah, this <laughs> is about to become a stomp.
3: And and then Hoser just walks up to the screen and starts changing the channel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it felt a lot like the the scene in Men in Black where Will Smith pulls the table. Yes, <laughs> he's like, "Why don't you guys just do this?" <laughs>
3: He changes it to, like, Supergirl. Like, uh, not Supergirl, but it is basically Supergirl. Mm. Yeah.
0: He, Supergirl who takes the man she loves and places him on the wing of the plane and says goodbye. And then he <sighs> changes the channel.
3: <laughs> there, there's <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. And then on the next channel, it's the 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 guy from the beginning who is saying that the medicast are going to put the, the firefighters out of business. So I, he's that's if what he's it the, is. if he is the mayor, he's also a used car salesman.
0: Fair. Mm. I mean for a dog town, that's that that uh that works. The mayor's a <laughs> cat, <tell. laughs> The mayor's a cat?
3: I think I think he is. Or maybe he's like a pekingese. Yeah.
0: Oh right. there is someone the in the ma- intro that is unaccounted I the, for.
2: I thought the mayor was a cat, and that's why uh, he was in favor of the meta cats. That over would make the sense. Hose-hounds.
3: But his lackey's a bulldog. Yeah, You're a very I, good boy.
2: I, I don't understand how the Pet Town works. It's the no. Same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: but that's
0: yeah, where
3: they go. he um, th- there's a commercial, and it's like, "Come on down and buy a car," and if you come in the next hour, hour, you'll get a free cardigan.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. And they sh- they show up and they get a car, and then he hands them like a ball of yarn. Some assembly required. Some. That's what it was. I didn't pick that up at all. I'm my like, god, wow. oh, he just. You just got a ball of yarn. So Why didn't I get a ball of yarn when I got a car?
2: Oh man. Just in the glove compartment? <laughs> <Yeah. bowls> out.
0: <laughs> this thing has power steering, warm seats, and take a look in that glove compartment. We hooked you up.
1: Yarn
3: So So Hoser throws the yarn.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: naturally the cats chase it in the car. Mm. The 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 mayor the mayor man calls the the hose
0: hounds, and he's like the cats are ruining the city. Time to yeah, time to redeem yourselves. Uh, and then they go and become firefighting firefighting. They become yeah. they do the most firefighting thing they've done, which is rescue cats. <laughs> uh, as they kind of ch- they go on the uh the firefighting truck fire truck. I could just shorten that. Uh, they get on like the ladder and they just kind of chase this. Loose car running through in and out of buildings uh, until uh, at one point like they they switch back.
3: Yeah, they they grab the yarn. Uh, Brooke because again again Brooke is the only valid character. Brooke grabs the exactly. end of the yarn so it unravels. And then when the cats get to the end of the string, they like another set of cats show up and they're like, "Get the fuck back to base, you!" Oh, wait, <laughs> can I curse on this? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Go, 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 get go. get back to base and like and so they all go back to base. And then Hoser just happens to crash back into the Medicat, and yeah, the Medicat puts the glasses back on and turns back in. And, and then it away. leaves. And then the hounds pick up Hoser. They're like, Hoser, why are you running around town? I was like, I don't know, but now I crave tuna.
0: <laughs> and that's it. Oh yeah, there was there was a moment where like uh when the cat put on the glasses, it like picked the bandage off of its head, the bandage cap. And it was like, I'm done with this life, and puts it on Hoser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, turns him around, like, go back. I'm done with that. Um, but yeah,
3: that was, that was one episode.
0: <laughs> that was one whole yeah. episode.
2: <laughs> and the next episode is the Lint episode.
3: Yes. yes. So the two segments in the next episode are the ones that make the most sense.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For as weird <laughs> as the lint episode is, you can still draw a clear narrative line through everything.
3: It has internal consistency.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is this is this episode opens up on uh, the small dog who I've learned his name is Squirt. Yeah. Uh, which I don't entirely love. Well, uh, they all
2: have wet names. That, <laughs> so Wait, they
0: do, don't they? We've got Wait, Squirt. Do they?
2: Squirt hoser, steamer, fontaine like a fountain, crystal like crystal clear water, and brook. Oh. Oh. Yeah.
0: This makes more sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's why he
2: squirts. Yeah, if if there wasn't a water theme, I don't know if I would have been okay with that. But I'm like, all right, that that name pulls double duty. It's permitted. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But yeah, uh, this episode opens up on Steamer and Crystal. uh, That's their names. Yeah. uh, Carrying a, uh, I'm so bad at remembering words today. A treadmill. A treadmill. Thank you. Oh, (laughs) with Squirt on top. Yes. And he's just, and they're just like, "Why are we carrying this for?" He's, he's like, "So I can break my shoes in." Uh, what, what what's wrong? What do, what is the issue? Uh, (laughs) And they're walking along, and someone spills an entire taco on Squirt. (laughs) Uh, it like <laughs> squirts out, and he's covered in meat juices uh-huh. from the left side, like a meat Totoroki. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh he accuses the lady, like, "Hey, what's the big idea?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, hi, I'm I'm so and so." And he's like, "I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> like breaking character, like I just care about my clothes. Yeah, yeah, uh,
2: clothes first. Uh, the ladies second.
0: Exactly. And she's like, well, I can I can help you fix your clothes Why don't you come with me over to this brand new laundromat that I just opened up and we can get you fixed up and all that. And she puts on the charm and pulls him over there. Mm. Uh, and the treadmill is abandoned on the road. We never see it again.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then uh, they walk into I forget the, what they called this business.
3: It's called uh, Brainwash. And th- that's what the episode <laughs> or the segment is called as well.
0: Yeah. They called the building Brainwash. Yeah. Wow. What This this con man we're about to meet is not good at his job.
2: <laughs> uh I want to uh, say about this con man is that he introduces himself and he says, "I'm your master, but you can call me Nick Master."
0: What a what an introduction for a stranger to make. <laughs> "Nice to meet you. I'm your superior in every way."
2: Nick Superior. Nick Superior.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, and he comes out, they took uh, Squirt's clothes, and he comes out wearing Squirt's shoes, uh, and then he, uh, Nick Master puts on the charm, introduces himself, uh, and, and points them towards, like, washing machines, which hypnotize them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then he gives them the lowdown, uh, which reminded me, I'll get, well, will get into that in a sec, but, like, he gives them the lowdown, like, oh, you haven't heard about Lind? Uh, and he sells it like this big product, like it slices and dices, which it definitely does not. Uh, <laughs> and he does all these other things. Uh, but the most important thing is it can tell your future. And that's where he hooks them in. Uh, he pulls, he opens up a steamer's like uh, shirt. I don't know what the word is. Like uh, the the firefighter pants with the suspenders. Fire... Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, one of these days, I'll remember words. Overalls. Uh, he opens. <laughs> yeah. He like yes. pulls up his overalls and pulls out unhu- an inhumane amount of lint that could not. Well, they're have not humans; they're dogs. An in yeah, <laughs> N- dog humane. Yeah, I
3: do An in canine amount of lint produces. And an, an,
0: an in lupine amounts of uh, <laughs> of lint. And he and he picks at it and pulls at it and then he knows all their names and says. Uh, Steamer, you're gonna win a Grammy. In the bagpipe Uh, category. (laughs) In the bagpipe (laughs) category. Which is the first mission of bagpipes we've heard. Uh, which I thought was a throwaway joke. I didn't know that he actually played the bagpipes. Uh, and then I can't remember what he, like, says for, for Crystal and, uh, in Squirt. Uh,
3: Squirt will never find love, but he'll have a ball doing it, and Crystal Mm. will get her groove back. (laughs) That's right. So he, he pulls them onto the washing machine and hypnotizes them. And then he pulls up like the instructional video, and he's like, "Hey, guess what? Lint is so important that you should give me all your valuables in exchange for lint."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Lint is our our new god.
3: Yeah. Trust the Nickmaster. Live for (laughs)
0: lint. It feels a lot. Tanner, did you watch the new uh, Wonder Woman movie? Not yet. (laughs) Though
3: I, I know I have an idea of what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Yes. It feels yeah, I a lot like Pedro it. Pascal's character.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, Nick Master is the the Pedro Pascal of this picture.
0: Yeah. The, the Maxwell Pascal. Your life Lord. is Pedro good. Pascal, he would just, he'd just be hanging out. but
2: Your life uh, is good, but it could be lintier.
0: <laughs> it, could be, it could be lintier. Yeah. Uh, that's That was a fun movie, despite what everyone says.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, so he he lent Masterson, uh, brainwashes uh, squirt and steamer. Uh, but Crystal seems to have shaken it off. Uh, and yeah. she says that she's been brainwashed too many times that she's built up an immunity, <laughs> uh, which is very entertaining for the the person who's most likely to have done drugs on yep. the cast
2: yeah. to say. Yeah. Crystal feels like she has such a deeply lived life before the second you see her on screen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I think she that's when she like tries to escape. Mm. And she's like, "Oh no, I uh, Squirt and Steamer have already like been mastered. I can't save them." Mm. Uh, and tries to get back but gets shoved in a locker, uh, which which uh <laughs> I don't love seeing, but, uh, mm. and then she's like, watches like uh, squirt and steamer trick the other hose hounds by like ruining their clothes and being like, ha ha ha. Uh, I can fix that for you. I can wash that for you. Follow me. Uh, and when she finally breaks out, she's walking around town and more and more people are, uh, have been lintified and mastered. Mm. And, and then at some point, uh, they, they go back to uh the brainwash laundromat and I think they try to like drown the people that drown her for not uh uh oh god no I'm thinking think- I'm thinking I'm thinking of earlier when they hadn't talked to squirt yet and they just threw him in a washing machine oh yeah <laughs> yeah because uh. have a, I have a note that says drown the non-believers I was trying to figure out what that was the
3: n- <laughs> I
2: even God. know I I wrote down a quote that I didn't intri- attribute to anybody but there's a sequence where all the brainwashed people are trying to spill food just, just ruin the clothes of the other people who aren't brainwashed yet so they'll take their clothes off and put them in the laundromat and they'll get lint out of it and somebody comes in and says desert anyone a nice bucket of molasses <laughs>
1: <It> spills <laughs> molasses on you
2: and just think, the, the conceit that, that that would be a Just the conceit that that would be dessert. Like, I've taken pure molasses, only molasses, and I put it in bucket. We'll gather around as a family and enjoy the molasses (laughs) from the bucket.
0: I mean, mean, like Tanner said, they are dogs.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh. I guess it's what dogs eat. Dogs all eat molasses from one bucket.
3: Yep. Um, (laughs) At some point, Crystal finds Brooke, and Brooke's like, Mm. I'll write a letter to the mayor. And then she just pokes Crystal with the pen to get an ink stain. And she's like, oh, I'll get that out for you. Live for Lint. And Crystal's like, oh, no.
0: Brooke, our finest. <laughs> and then she runs up to, like, I assume the police captain. Uh, and she calls him uh, Captain Smirk. And I didn't get it right away until he starts talking that he just talks like Kirk.
3: Uh, oh, I, I thought that was just the, the Lint brainwashing. I didn't realize that was a gag.
0: No, yeah. yeah, it took me a second. Yeah, he's he's supposed to be the Captain Kirk character,
3: <laughs> uh,
0: and then she she keeps uh Crystal keeps accidentally getting brainwashed and then shaking off, and she gets uh, she's walking down the sidewalk and a car runs past and splashes her with cold water, and she's like, "That's the secret, cold water." <laughs> so meanwhile, while the rest of the town is deep in this uh, brainwashing, she grabs the, you know, the local firefighting hydroplane, yeah. which all <laughs> firefighting departments have. Uh,
3: you you left out uh, the reason why most of the city is now hypnotized is because with the help of the other hose hounds, they got up on that ladder and lashed a giant washing machine to the clock tower. That's what it
0: was. That was so buckwild. I didn't even take a note about that. Wow. I just had to process that. Yeah, they just like tape it up there.
2: <laughs> tape.
0: I must have been half asleep, because I must have thought I dreamt that. Uh, (laughs) uh, But yeah, and she she grabs, you know, the firefighting, uh, like, uh, the plane you use to put out fires, uh, and just drowns a whole bunch of people uh, with cold water, and undoes the spell.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. they form a mob, and they try to take down Nick Slickman. And he's like, "No, I was raised in a laundromat and just wanted friends." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which fair, valid. Just,
2: just watch the clothes spin. Just uh, came to know lint as my best and only family.
0: Yep, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you? Y- any one of them, you could be a Nick L- Nick Slickman.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then he gets arrested, and then the, the girl lackey from the beginning tries to make a break for it, but then she almost gets run over by the plane. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah, she's like stopped by the plane that just like comes to a stop just in front of her. And then uh, then uh, Squirt and Steamer and, and Crystal like, she drops like a big bag of money and they all like find their stuff. He finds his bagpipes, which was his valuable. Uh, Squirt Crystal gets his date book. Yeah, Squirt gets his date book, and Crystal just pulls out a glowing orb and says, My aura! <laughs> and that's it! That's and the, that's uh, it! That's the end! Yeah. <laughs> Which is just sets a weird precedent for the amount of tangible magic in <laughs> this dog world. Yeah. Uh, and that... That's the first segment, that's right.
2: Yeah, I only wrote down uh, two notes about this next episode, and one of mm-hmm. them is, I think this animation has the least amount of frames per second that I've ever seen.
3: Yep, that, Honestly, that tracks. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, aside from, uh, like, Science Court, which has just the bare minimum amount of frames. Yeah.
2: But, like, their mouths clearly move when they are saying words. Something about the show that made it difficult for me to pay attention is that the animation isn't exaggerated enough and nobody's mouth moves a lot when they're talking. No. And the audio mix for the dialogue has it at the same volume as music and sound yeah. effects. And there's a yeah. lot of music and sound oh, effects. Yeah. So everything <laughs> just washed over me.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of, like, bonks and honks and, like, boo Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: a lot of a lot of cartoony soins that just sound like they could be dialogue. Yeah, if yeah. you just mix the video. Um, I'm, uh, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm going to speed run this segment just because yeah. we're going to need extra time to unpack the last segment. Yes, that's fair. So th- so this penultimate segment is called Money for Nothing. The premise is that Hoser forgot to write the paychecks because this is back and he had to handwrite paychecks. And so he writes them out while watching various sports and accidentally puts too many numbers on squirts. And Squirt gets a whole bunch of money that he cashes.
1: Mm. And then him and
3: Steamer just go around town, and whenever someone says, like, oh, you don't have enough money to do this, then Squirt goes, flash the cash. (laughs) And they just... Just by witnessing a briefcase full of money, everyone's like, oh, my God, we're going to give you a sports car and, like, let you dine in their fancy restaurant. And, like, all all of these, like, attractive women are going to abandon this movie star and chase right. after Squirt. That's the and... wildest
2: part to me is the movie star one. So this movie star, whoever he is, is in the middle of writing his name in the cement. Yeah. He's surrounded by all these girls. You know, Squirt shows up. He flashes the cash. And despite the fact that they don't know who Squirt is, how he got this cash, and if he's going to get more cash, they ditch the movie star, who is seemingly famous enough to continue earning that level of cash for several more decades. Like, the <laughs> yeah, movie star I...
3: seems like a safe bet. Yeah. And also, Squirt never Squirt actually spends money. He just shows them the money. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, what if I told you I have the concept of spinning under my control?
3: Yeah. Um, also, also that last bit was really uncomfortable because then you have a bunch of attractive dog women just going squirt, squirt, yes. squirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was. That's why I hate this dog's name the most. Because yeah. <laughs> that was very uncomfortable to watch at six in the morning.
3: Um. <laughs> or at any hour. But but then they see Hoser get arrested for a fraudulent check, and uh-huh. they've already decided they're going to uh, do a guilty sentence, and it's just a matter of time. So they ha- But then they lose the cash because it gets tossed in a garbage truck. And so they have to chase it down, they have to chase it to the airport, and it gets on a plane, and then Squirt flashes the cash so that the plane lands outside the courthouse. And then he explains everything, like very quickly, and with the time skip in the middle of the explanation. And they're like, okay, <laughs> Hoser, you're free to go. And yeah. uh, Squirt, your punishment is that you and Steamer must manually lick every envelope to redeposit all this cash. Yeah. Which
2: is wild, because Which...
3: you're not supposed to deposit cash in an envelope, unless no, that's never. how they do it in Canada. Well, okay, you can, but, like, you can also just go to the teller and say, here is some cash.
0: Yes. So you could you could go to an ATM and put in an envelope?
3: Yeah. That's Buck Wild. <gasps> like yeah, you put the you put either the check or the cash in the envelope and then you seal it and then you write how much it's supposed or no, you wouldn't write it. You'd like put on the button, you'd push in, I'm depositing this much money, and then you put it in, and it like i think pretty sure the envelope has a code so that it either gets printed on it or is scanned so that they know which envelope uh-huh. goes to which bank account.
1: Okay. And then oh,
3: they like just look at it and it's like, okay, well, this person deposited ten dollars, but they said they deposited a thousand dollars, that doesn't make sense. Mm.
0: Interesting.
2: That makes sense.
3: But you can also just easily go up to the teller and flash the cash, and then put said cash into your account.
0: <laughs> this so flash these... the cash is is purely Canadian. Yes.
2: <laughs> these episodes have so many catchphrases that exist for the one episode, and then you never seemingly hear them again.
0: Yep. For seventy eight episodes, there's seventy eight <laughs> catchphrases. <laughs> To find in each episode, <laughs> and if you find them all, you can turn them in to become your own hose hound. <laughs> okay, Some so
2: your own hose hound sounds like a terrible transformation. I don't know what
1: that <laughs>
3: entails.
0: Now, now comes the last segment that you had us watch. This is technically two and a half episodes because this is technically one segment. Yes, that uh-huh. we had to watch in two parts. So,
3: because you had initially asked me that that we'll do three episodes and then just six segments between them. And yeah. so this episode I found, I, I could not find, not only could I not find the second segment it was attached to, but I couldn't even find what it was supposed to be attached to. Ooh. It exists on its own in limbo, and it's entirely possible that it was just broadcast as the single 15-minute short instead of oh, part maybe. of a half-hour episode.
0: Yeah, sometimes they do that, that's true.
3: And it's also, it's, it's not listed as being part of a season, or, and it doesn't have a release date, and... So, so it's a movie. <laughs> I, I guess so. Our four, it's also a 13 minute wh- movie. When when I was checking for other episodes on um, a, a, a non legal site, they did not have this one. Mm. And and also the special guest stars for this episode are not credited for it on what? IMDb or on Wikipedia. They're they're credited in the episode.
0: I was going to say
3: that... the the only evidence that this episode exists is finding it on YouTube. In the VHS tracking error quality. (laughs) Yes,
2: yes. I wanted to talk about this, that the earlier episodes we watched... Even if the animation is limited, the rips of them are crystal clean. Like, the, you know, the the audio is clear for how well the audio is mixed to begin with. <laughs> this one, yeah. it is VHS quality. It, it was on a different YouTube channel than the other videos. Uh, you mentioned there's a band featured in this episode. I went to this channel on YouTube thinking, what the heck else do you have? It's mostly fan stuff for that band. Okay, this episode that... of Hoa's Hounds is <laughs> oh. on there only for the band, not for hosehounds at all. Yeah. Although this YouTube that's channel am- did also have a lot of clips of live performances of cats.
3: The <laughs> musical or just yeah. cat videos?
2: No, the, the musical, like 14-year-old clips of live performances of cats somewhere.
3: It <sighs> okay, was fan stuff
2: wow. for the band Great Big Sea yes. and cats. And this one <laughs> yep. episode of hosehounds.
3: So this episode is called Great Big Seizure. Um, which is
0: so wild. I wasn't this is not what I thought it was gonna be. I have, no.
3: actually, I have to ask, like, is are Great Big C known in the States? I think um. I heard of the band
2: once. I think I followed somebody on Live Journal who was a fan of this <laughs> band. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think I've heard their name in passing but I had yeah. no idea what they sounded like. They
3: they're, they're probably their two most famous songs which are not the ones that they perform in this episode are uh When I'm Up I Can't Get Down or their cover of It's the End of the World and I, No wait, it's it's the end of the world and I how, how does the verse end?
0: As it's as you the, know it. As
3: you know it. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. It's
0: the end of the world and you know it. <laughs> and you know it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the world and you know it. Clap your hands.
0: Exactly. <laughs> That's the new version of the show for 2020.
3: <laughs> but, yeah, so...
0: So so they're big in Canada?
3: They're pretty big in Canada. They're, they're basically our Mumford & Sons, because okay. they're a very well-known folk band, and the frontman Alan Doyle is also a pretty well-known... Okay, he's not super well-known as an actor, but he is an actor. He acts okay. in things as people other than just Alan Doyle. Oh, fun. <laughs> Alan Doyle I the dog.
0: I didn't know that at all. Although I'd done the research for that.
3: Yeah, well, because you wouldn't know, because you wouldn't know that Great Big Sea even existed in Hosehounds Hounds unless yeah. you stumbled across this episode. Now, as far as I can tell, hosehounds Hounds never had any other celebrity appearances.
0: <laughs> no, this typically that's not unusual for cartoons. Uh, sometimes a cartoon will have two max uh, yeah. appearances of known guest stars. Yeah. uh animated in their style which is in this episode. I was just yeah, like- I, was, I
3: was just thinking that because the the thing is Great Big C aren't even really animated in Hosehound style because they're so they're funny animals and they have like muzzles and everything. Mm-hmm. But when Great Big C show up, they look like they walked out of Arthur. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's a good <laughs> I didn't think about that until now. Yeah, they look much more like Arthur because they just have people features with with dog like yes! superimposed on them.
2: That's it. You've cracked the code.
3: <laughs> and also also the other thing is that their audio is of a different quality than the other characters and like maybe it's just because they're not voice actors but also it definitely sounds like they're recording at a lower quality sound studio than <laughs> the cast
2: oh my god so, like they had to record it over the phone <laughs> to send
3: it. To the <laughs> that is entirely possible yeah
0: so they hired them but said that you couldn't you cannot use our booth you must record it on your own and <laughs> send it in s-
2: so curious about the story behind this episode like who approached who first like who's great big c a fan of hose hounds?
0: it might have been like a manager thing like there's like <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: how would you like to be animated this folk band and this cartoon about firefighting dogs how do i they're, put these together
3: maybe maybe they're supposed to make an appearance on like Radio Free Roscoe, which was a teen dramedy on the family channel, but that fell through, but they the family channel still had a contract for a great big celebrity oh appearance. F- fuck it. Let's stick him in Hosehounds. Oh my god.
0: That I I hope that's what happened. That's If, that's if I ever get
3: the chance to meet Alan Doyle, I'm going to ask him, "What happened with Hosehounds?" And then he's going to he's going to look into the distance and he's going to say, "That was the past." Yeah. <laughs> This That's is a now. name
2: I haven't heard in years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's been so ten years. but we haven't even gotten to the premise of the episode.
0: Yeah. The premise is so wild. The premise so, is
2: that their town is having a paranormal street party.
3: They're having a, specific- a paranormal convention slash street concert.
0: <laughs> they're having a psychic a psychic person charity concert. When they say that, I thought they were just talking about one person. Who is a psychic that needs help? But as the episode goes on, you meet more psychics. And this is apparently an epidemic in town. There's psychics that need money. It's not like
3: being psychic is contagious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, I don't know how dogs are. Maybe it is.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah it's not clear whether the psychic bit is a, a help or a hindrance. Are we helping people <laughs> who are psychic? Are we helping them because of the psychicness? I don't know.
0: His but names, yeah, I it's... can tell, all animals are psychic. Uh,
3: so Crystal was able to book Great Big Sea, and every mm. time they say the name of the band out loud, all the women in the vicinity faint.
0: Yes. Like, they, they they scream and then they faint. Like, yes. it's One Direction,
3: which is wild, because I'm not going to say that Great Big Sea is unattractive, they're good-looking guys, but they're yeah. not a boy band.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah they're there's just like boys three in a band. adult folk men. <laughs> <laughs> But then Squirt is like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the car to the airport and then tell everyone that I'm the new member of the band."
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he pulls up and like some woman comes out. It's like, "Hi, I'm here to to pick up the band," you know, Great Big C. And then they all like scream and faint. All the women in the audience. And then we cut to like very quickly him like tapping on like the car, and she like wakes up, and and it <laughs> seems like he's been waiting for an amount of minutes while they were fainted. For him, for <laughs> them to wake back up, which I truly love.
3: Yeah, and mm. he's like the new member of Great Big C is in the back seat, and then he rolls the window up and then hops into the back seat.
0: And yeah, he, and, and then he, he was... rolls
3: the other window down. Yeah, this <laughs> I'm the new I'm the new band member the <laughs> um, <laughs> And then they find they find out he's in in the band. This is much on the same wavelength. of Flash the Cash. As soon as they know yes. he's in the band, they just start to tear
0: him to pieces. Uh huh. Yeah, because he he looks like he would be in Great Big C. That man has folk potential.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he looks like he can play a banjo or a mandolin.
0: <laughs> or a or a banjolin. <laughs> <laughs> instrument of
2: the that must ex- the, the instrument of the future of the past. The banjolin. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that must exist. Uh, but yeah, so like the the band uh, Big. I've already forgot their Great name. Great Big C. <laughs> Great big C. I cross out my notes as I talk about big them. Big uh, The great big wet thing. The great the great big wet thing. Walk out of the uh, the the airport, uh, and then Squirt approaches them and explains everything. And then a big old net just descends on them and scoops them up, and they wake up on a pirate ship.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh yeah they are they've been kidnapped by a a pirate ship there is a a big dog pirate man with a peg
3: neck Yes yep. I love this Captain Pegneck who acor- according to my research he has shown up in at least one episode prior Oh okay, wow good. okay an
0: existing character
3: I can't say the same for his hot topic daughter Peggy
0: Yes <laughs> yes I do love that her name is like Peggy that he stays on theme
3: yep.
2: Yeah yeah <laughs>
0: But yeah, his his cool alt pirate daughter shows up yeah. and uh is like thank you dad for for kidnapping my favorite boy band. Or
2: wasn't it her idea? No, no, it- the,
0: sorry, the the uh the dad
3: didn't know what was happening. Yes. He thought they were stowaways, and then Peggy shows up and is like, No, I kidnapped them. They're oh. my treasure.
2: Yeah, and she says, and this is like a normal teen girl voice, but she says, You never let me plot my own course, dad. This is what I want. This is my treasure. I kidnapped an entire band, Dad. And Squirt. (laughs) And Squirt. Squirt. Also, this unrelated firefighter. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, and then I guess she throws her dad in the brig? Yeah, she she mutinies. (laughs) Yeah.
2: My favorite Disney Channel original movie, The (laughs) Mutiny
0: Against Dad. (laughs) Uzbekistan, <laughs> throwing dad in the brig. <laughs> there was not enough pirate-themed Disney Channel original movies, right?
2: Yeah. Like there should have been a decom in the Pirates of the Caribbean like universe somewhere, but it's only about some yeah. teens.
3: I mean, <laughs> Descendants too has some pirate stuff. It does. Oh. Yes,
0: I haven't watched any Descendants, that's good to know. There's light. It has action. two pirate
3: himbos and China and McLean.
0: Uh uh-huh, uh. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, oh. Uh but, but yeah. Uh so she oh, locks away her
3: There's there's also a gag where one of the other members of Great Big C, his first name is Bob, he just popped Captain Pegneck's like head off. Yes. And like taps it and was like, I could make a fiddle out of this.
2: Yeah. His <laughs> yeah. head comes off. The peg's not attached to anything. Like gravity alone is keeping it in his neck
0: hole. <laughs> Yeah, his, his whole yeah, he's he's just like a child's plaything. He's like, <laughs> head, head pop, neck, pop. go in hole.
2: Yeah. He's a Fisher-Price little person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you pull his head out and you have the matching fire truck, you can put his head in there.
3: <laughs> his head's coming out the little window. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she's captured Great Big Sea, and she stuffs them in the crow's nest and makes them sing, while Squirt has to swab the deck. And like they, they sing one of their songs, and then like time lapses where they're like they're exhausted because they've been singing the entire time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, for pay- for a second, I I thought they were just like, oh, this is just their life now. They seem happy. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then and then it peters off into them like very tired and very hoarse. Um, yeah. of from singing. Um. Squirt
3: is able to sneak out of his bonds and get the keys from Peggy while she's asleep. And he climbs up, and he's like, I'll, I'll only free you if you let me join the band! And they're like, no, you can't play any instruments and you're a terrible singer.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Now leave us. Yep. And then, meanwhile,
3: uh, Pegneck has written a note and pops it in a bottle and tosses it to sea, where it is then picked up by a seagull. Which flies back to Bonehead Hollow, where we see Fontaine and Hoser sitting on stage, and Fontaine says, you know, I've heard of bands being fashionably late, but three days is ridiculous.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe they did that and not just like, it's been three hours. No, it's been three days. Three
2: days, and this paranormal street uh, (laughs) beneficial party, Our, our paranormal street telethon for psychic awareness charity, it's still happening.
0: Yeah, so they they come up with a plan to what I thought was like kidnap the band back or maybe bring bring the psychics and everyone the audience there and have the concert there but they just drop off the teen girls like attack bombs towards <laughs> the per- pirate ship. They
3: paratroop in the teen girls after getting this map, which, by the way, as far as I can tell, the map didn't say anything about Great Big Z. It's just a treasure no. map. And then Chris was like, guess what, everybody? We have a new venue!
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the from what I can tell, this is the last time we see the psychics or they are mentioned. This is no longer about them. This yeah. is about the teen girls uh, getting to see Great Big Z. Yep. Yep. Which I'm disappointed by. I'm I'm very worried about these young psychics. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: it is wild that we got pirates and like psychic fortune tellers all in one episode and they don't cross paths. Yeah. There's like a diverse magical world truly happening in this town. Mm-hmm. All of this is around, you know, we got the aura in the last episode, and it doesn't it does not cross over. They're living separate, discrete, magical lives out there.
0: Exactly. Yes. And then, and then, uh, Tanner, do you want to do the honors and, and tell us about the ending? So
3: so they have the concert, and then the hounds install a stereo for Peggy. And Peggy's like, look, Dad, I have a stereo. Now I can listen to Great Big C whenever I want. And Pegnet's like, argh, I'm so glad you were able to plot your own course. And then uh, Peggy's like, can I have a boarding party with my friends? Yar, I suppose so. And so then all the girls rush in for the boarding party, and it immediately becomes, like, a slumber party. And then one of them is like, Peggy, turn up that great tunes! And so she does. And then we follow the court out, and it just cuts to Great Big C, who are now imprisoned on a stage with a sign flashing that says, Louder.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and squirts there, like, in a cage, just, like, dancing forever.
3: Yep, this is their life now. Yeah.
0: And that's how it ends. Yep. <laughs> it just it just ends with them. Oh, it's it sucks that they got imprisoned in this episode. Don't worry, they get imprisoned at the end. Everything <laughs> turns up fine.
2: We established a status quo, and it's staying quo.
3: Yep. They're not Great, getting out.
0: Great Big C uh, stopped being a band after this, and is only allowed in hose Exactly. <laughs>
3: We're, we're gonna have to call them up if we ever have Hasbro reboot hosehounds.
2: yeah, exactly. they're part of it. They're integral now.
0: they're now or- mandatory cast members
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, and that's that's Hosehounds. That's what we watched. Wow, uh, every
2: one of these episodes has such an abrupt beginning and end and yeah.
3: middle,
0: yeah. <laughs> it feels the again to like the animation, it feels a lot like the Freddy Fish games. Ah. Like, those those educational games that you would buy or, like, get as a part of, like, moving up in a grade, mm-hmm. uh, where, like, you would be faced with a lot of very quick problems to solve, and you'd be done with the game in a couple afternoons.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, it felt like this could easily be an educational game.
3: Yeah, that makes I, sense. I don't think the hose hounds have ever edutained a single person.
2: Yeah, I don't feel like I learned anything, but they could be adapted to teach like simple math in a humongous entertainment fashion.
0: Simple firefighting (laughs) for kids.
2: (laughs) It's basic safety. (laughs) It's basic safety for kids. It's just a series of goofus and gallants, like what not to do. There's only one gallant, and it's Brooke.
0: Yeah, I want to. I want to show this. Just oops, all goofus. Give me, give me a team of, of kids that are all goofus.
3: Like like honestly they're all just their own different flavor of goofus.
0: The yeah. highlights magazine oops all goofus <laughs> <into>. <laughs> Oh my god. I need an, I need someone to edit that
2: picture.
1: <laughs>
0: Look at uh, this
2: picture. We've hidden 14 separate goofuses. Can you find the goofuses? <laughs> Dear Dino Dawn, was there a prehistoric goofus? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you remember a lot more about uh, Highlight Magazine than I do.
2: I do, yes.
0: We'll have to do a Highlights review.
2: Oh my god, I absolutely do want to do this. We should
0: get a year's subscription to Highlights. Do they still make it? They
2: better. I want our niece <laughs> to be able to have Highlights. I think Highlights they is good. <laughs>
0: Oh my God, uh, Tanner! Yes. Thank you so much for bringing us. Are you sure? Yes. This. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> thank yes. you was, so much. It was
2: such a fever dream.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you for the fever dream.
3: I mean, I'm I am Canadian, so I guess I do have to say I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, sorries needed or accepted. Okay. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for for coming on mm-hmm. and for introducing us to the lore and wild world (laughs) of of hose hounds uh i think overall this show is is pretty watchable like yeah like if you just
3: if you're not trying to think about it if you just let it kind of wash (laughs) over you yeah
0: yeah if if you need something in the background where you while you're babysitting uh or if or if you just had an edible and you just need to relax Go on, and put on. Man, this Austin, the
3: Five minutes it's... later, you're a space cat. Yeah, that's
2: not an and situation. It's either or.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, thank you so much for coming on.
3: <laughs> thank you for
0: having me. Yeah, uh, uh, of course you're welcome to come on back in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a never-ending amount of obscure car- uh, comics and cartoons uh, to talk about. So. You're welcome back anytime.
3: There There's a plentitude of Canadian stuff, which I'm sure at least half of it has me- made its way to the States. But I'm yeah. pretty certain that a lot of stuff has pretty much stayed within these lines.
2: Uh-huh. Good. I'm excited to learn. I remember the odd Teletoon import that Cartoon Network would get, like,
3: mm. Scaredy oh, Squirrel. I, I actually don't remember Sincerity Squirrel.
2: Scaredy Squirrel, it's basically... Oh, con- squirrel. It's
3: Canadian forest
2: animal Spongebob.
3: I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know this. See, that's the other thing is that I haven't seen all the Canadian cartoons. Yeah. Like my, so apparently the, the greatest Canadian cartoon ever made was the raccoons, which I had never heard of until what? like three years ago, where my friends almost slapped me because I had never seen the, the raccoons.
0: That's, well, that's going on the list. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I might I might actually send one of them your way to tell you about it. Um, oh, I, yeah. I've never oh, seen Scaredy Squirrel
0: one,
2: one of the raccoons is named Melissa We have to watch it
0: <laughs> That is the rule Unfortunately we'll never come across a Jams character oh. But one would, day
3: would, would any of the PB and J Otters count?
0: Mm. Uh, any and all of them Probably actually yeah.
3: There you go <laughs> um, yeah. I, also, I never witnessed the French pineapple That so many people seem to know about
0: I don't know what that is either
3: it's if if you just Google just suis un anana.
0: Oh wait, just suis nanana." Or if, uh, I, I'm pretty
3: sure if you search for the French pineapple.
0: Oh well, you told me to search Je suis nanana," and I spent a half a second trying to spell that. <laughs> We're just gonna spend a little second. Oh God! Yeah, the the oh, telefonce pineapple.
2: I, I'm still over here on raccoons I can't think farther <laughs> past raccoons
0: Please uh, Everyone do yourself a favor and search the french pineapple Okay uh, Don't If you're going to have edibles Don't <laughs> combine the two This will be a bad trip <laughs> Oh, oh I've God. seen
2: this guy
0: I don't love him at all I don't like his eyes I don't like his attitude I Don't like his arms Give those arms <laughs> to Skeets
3: but yeah, there's there's a plethora of Canadian stuff. I could, have been, I could have been really cruel. I could have brought you, like, Mega Babies.
0: <laughs> please please bring up all all the obscure cartoons. No, you, you don't want Mega Babies. I think I want... I don't know what it is, but I think I want Mega Babies? I don't, if I show yeah, up... I if don't, I don't if know next if time I show babies. up with Mega
3: Babies, it means that one of you has wronged me.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I, I hope to never wrong you, but <laughs> you've still piqued my curiosity. Uh okay uh tanner thank you so much for joining us today thanks. uh th- thanks uh if you would ever uh like people to follow you online where could they do that and what kind of podcast do you do
3: um so you can follow me on twitter at SparkyUpstart, and then i have three podcasts that i do regularly i the first one is not a i reboot you first which is a show that i do with my friend Lindsay. And it's where we take our favorite properties and reboot them before Hollywood has the chance to. He- so we'll, like, take a movie and remake it, or we'll turn it into a TV show, or turn a comic book into a movie, or something into a video game. I've made at least one original musical. Ooh. I mean, not very well, because I can't sing, and I don't know anything about music theory. <laughs> but it's out one there, day. Empire Records, the musical. Ah. Oh. Um, and then the other podcasts I do are Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. Which is a Pokemon actual play podcast, blatantly inspired by Pokemon World Tour United. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is a cussing... Po- All of my podcasts are cussing podcasts. So just <laughs> don't, don't pop that on for your kids, because mm-hmm. with some of us were like sailors on those. Um, but Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium, which I also do with Lindsay, as well as her brother, my friend Ryan, and our friend Duncan. And that's a fun show. We're almost at episode 69. Wow, Nice. Uh, and then with Christina, former friend mm-hmm. of your show, well, I guess former guest
0: <laughs> friend, former, former
2: guest former continual friend.
0: friend. Exactly. Yeah, as soon, as, soon uh, as she was left the airwaves, we were <laughs> exactly. no longer friends. Only
3: the only, only friendship when observed. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, me and Christina have a podcast together called Loser Like Me, which is a Glee recap and review podcast. We were almost finished the first season and mm. so that's a great place to start off with, because every episode of that show is... <sighs> every episode of Glee is an episode of Glee.
0: Yeah. So, sounds great. I, I've listened to a couple episodes, I still have never watched the show.
3: I mean, if, if you want if you want to watch Glee, but you don't actually want to watch it, and you just want to watch an episode that lasts twice the length of the episode, <laughs> then we're the podcast for you!
0: Uh, amazing. Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Mel. Before we do our plugs, uh, the episode before this in the release order was my pick, uh, Jackie Chan yeah. Adventures. Uh, Mel, what's your pick? What are we watching next?
2: I want to pitch another atypical episode, and it'll be up to you when we release this thing. But I want to get it okay. recorded while we can still watch these, because what I'm pitching is not a show; it is a steer- a series of network videos. I need us to cover the Cartoon Network groovies.
0: Oh, absolutely. We'll cover the Cartoon Network groovies. Yep. We're going to watch all those music videos. Tanner, you're making a face. Are you familiar with these? No, I thought it was something,
3: but I was thinking of something else. Which Uh, is once again Canadian. (laughs) Cartoon Network
2: used to fill time with these music videos. Uh, They were short. I don't think all of them got up to like the three minute mark, but they were songs with edited footage from like old cartoons or they'd animate some new footage. Like, um, Circles is my favorite. Circles is iconic. Uh, my best friend Plank. Um, yes. Uh, the, the Dexter raps. I'm going to have to find a playlist of these. I'll find yeah, one and go through all of them. And then I guess you can, uh, <laughs> I will link it to you so that you can learn and then listen are to we- our
0: episode. Mel, are you proposing that we watch all of them?
2: I'm going to have to double check how many there are. Because I don't I think remember. like
0: hundred or something like that. There's, There's 25. 25. There's at least a hundred twenty five. <laughs> you heard it here first. No, twenty five, not a hundred twenty five. A hundred and twenty five. <laughs>
2: no, no. These are. Come on, these okay. are short. I clicked on the first one and it's a minute and fifteen seconds, and it's they might be giants. So.
0: Oh yeah, that's the 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 courage one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm absolutely down to do that. Uh, so we'll. We'll figure out logistically how that will work. Yeah. Uh, and we'll tune in uh, next time for that. Uh, if you guys would ever like to uh, ask us any questions, have any comments, if you would like to be a guest, uh, please email us. Our email is SaturdayMOPod at com. You can also direct message us on Twitter at SaturdayMOPod or tweet at us if you have any fun things to say. Or if you have anything to add about your memories of Hosehounds or any other obscure cartoons. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to talk to me personally, I'm on Twitter at James Wilk. Mel?
2: I am on Twitter and Instagram at Wilkywit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. You can listen to my podcast, The Review Show, on the Whatnots Network. That's Whatnots spelled like astronauts. Uh, the Review Show is a weekly book club media discussion show. We talk about movies, TV seasons, ad- anime, manga, comic books, audio dramas, all kinds of stuff. There's a little bit of everything in there for somebody. And then we have the Captain's Log, which is a off-topic discussion show. (laughs) It's just the review show again, but it's nonsense this time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's very fun. Thank you. Uh, So yeah, thank you guys again so much for joining us. Uh, If you would like to leave us a rating and review on iTunes, a five-star review would be amazing. Send us a screenshot. We'll read about it. We'll read it on the air. Uh, Yeah, it helps people find us, and we appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanner, as a way to end our show, we always say, uh, relax, kick back, it's Saturday. Would you like to do the honors? The whole thing? Sure. We we will also follow up with something. All right. Relax, kick back, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. It's
3: Saturday. Live for Lent. Lent. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, uh, well, well, what seems to be the... Uh, uh,
3: oh, it's just the professor's experiments with anti-gravity. Oh. <laughs>
0: Anti-gravity. That's a weird name. Although I have an anti-Griselda.
1: Anti-gravity. The opposite of gravity. Wouldn't that be
2: Uncle
3: Gravity? Unfortunately, we haven't got the formula quite right yet. I turn the machine. Only someone hasn't gone around to building my arms. <laughs> sorry, Mary. Stand aside. Let a professional in. Hi. Sorry, I'm late. Whoa. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh.
3: At last. Mmm, Well, another successful rescue. I guess that's
2: everything. See you, Professor. Not door. Ah, that's the time machine. We
1: haven't tested it yet. Well, somebody's got to break it in, eh, Murray? Come, my little jelly donut. You too have an exciting journey ahead of you.
3: This is an ad for a Pokemon Actual Play podcast, but this isn't your dad's Pokemon world. This is a serious Pokemon world. We're dark, we're edgy. There's death and crime and darkness across the world. Tanner, I
2: keep getting attacked by bird Pokemon. Tanner, my Tyro keeps getting
3: out of his baby harness.
0: I'm stuck in the ghost zone again.
3: Okay, okay, fine, it's... Listen, we might be a bit darker and have more swear words than a normal Pokémon actual play, but it's still a pretty fun romp through the Pokémon world with some great friends who love each other and Pokémon. So if you want to check it out, then come on down to Pokémon Adventures in the Millennium, part of the Pokécasters Network.
2: And you can find any episode of Pokémon Adventures in the Millennium on your podcatcher of choice.
3: Like what you hear? Remember to leave us a rating and review. And follow us on Twitter at PKMN underscore millennia.
1: See you in Zeno!